I believe that the quality of life we live directly reflects the type of relationships that we have with ourselves, others, God, and everything in between. Welcome to my inner and outer world. My name is Tyler Joe Stratton, and I am the host of the Happy Heart Academy podcast, where it is my mission to significantly improve the quality of life you live by teaching you how to live more joyfully from your heart rather than your hurt, so that you can begin to experience more joyful and loving relationships with yourself, others, God, and everything in between after a devastating heartbreak. Thank you for joining me today. Now let the podcast begin. What is up, my dear friends, and welcome back to another episode here on the Happy Heart Academy podcast. I am your host and relationship coach, Tyler Joe Stratton, and today we are bringing to you lesson number five out of the eight-week free breakup recovery course here exclusively found on the Happy Heart Academy podcast. And if you've been enjoying lessons one, two, three, and four, then I know you're going to love lesson five. And on top of that, if you're enjoying this and you know someone who is in need of help, helping them through this difficult time, whether it's a breakup, a divorce, a separation, a loss of a loved one, uh, a breakdown of any sort, then be sure to share this with them. Do them a great service and just share the hope, share the happiness, share the love. Let them know that you're thinking about them through sending them this podcast episode or, once again, any one of the podcasts that has deeply resonated with you. But nonetheless, in this lesson, we are talking about how you can begin to heal in 90 days or less. There's no reason why when you go through one of my coaching programs or one of my courses that I'm designing and have designed in the past that you should not be able to move on in 90 days or less. If you're stuck in your heartbreak pain 90 days later, there's a problem. You must identify that as a problem. You must recognize that as a problem. You should be able to let go. You should be able to move on and you should be able to reclaim your life and finally find some happiness 90 days later if you understand what you're doing. But if you don't, then I understand completely why you're still suffering, why you're still in your pain. And in this lesson, we're going to break down how much time it will take in order for you to move on. We're going to understand the three dangers of suffering. Um, We're going to help you understand why some people have no difficulties getting over their ex and why some find it one of the most challenging obstacles like I did. I found getting over my first uh, true love was uh, one of the greatest challenges that I ever faced. In my book, I often talk about how relationships throughout my entire life have constantly brought me many years of misery, counseling, and thoughts of suicide. You know, they brought me a bunch of pain and I recognize that the quality of life that I live directly reflected the relationships that I had with myself, others, God, and everything in between. And if I wanted to learn how to live a better quality of life, I needed to learn how to build better relationships, starting with myself, focusing in on others, and finding God. This trinity helped me to build a beautiful and loving relationship with myself, others, God, my wife, and everything in between. I'm going to talk about how you can begin to have some quick ways to recover, or there's going to be so much to unpack here. And I'm excited for you to enjoy this podcast episode, this lesson, lesson number five, all on how you can begin to heal in 90 days or less. Because ultimately, my dear friends, that's what I'm here to help you do. I'm here to help you move on. I'm here to help you heal. I'm here to help you to be able to reclaim your life, find your happiness, 
elevate the joy and aliveness so that you feel like you've lived fully, loved openly, and finally felt like you're making a difference, not only in your life, but in other people's lives as well. It's a beautiful process. You've got to trust the process. And if you don't have a process, once again, there's something I have also for free for you guys. I mean, today I'm just giving it away. Um, but there's a free training. It's a 30-minute training designed to help you understand how to move on. By first understanding what you're going to learn is the three things that are oftentimes keeping you the most stuck. And then you're going to understand what are the three most important factors that you must focus on in order for you to be able to move on, reclaim your life, and find your happiness. So check out the show notes in uh, below. And there you'll find that free training. If you're interested, ready to move on, just unsure how, that training is for you. Now, on to today's episode. Please enjoy. So yesterday, we learned how to begin to accept the thing that's so very unacceptable to accept, which was this unbearing truth that's hard for us to grasp when we're first going through a heartbreak, which is the simple truth that our ex is not actually supposed to be our person. They're supposed to be a lesson, not our forever. And that is a step that you have to be willing to take in order for you to move on, in order for you to find happiness after your heartbreak. You have to be okay with the acceptance and the idea that your ex is not meant for you, that there's someone else out there better than your, um, for you than your ex. And today, today's video is going to be fun. Today's video is going to I hopefully bring you some hope because we're talking about how to heal in 60 days or less. Now, how come 60 days or less? Well, usually when I work with people one-on-one, this is the goal that we set for mostly everybody that I work with. It doesn't matter if you were together for six months, a year, three years, 30 years. It's a 60-day um, workshop, a 60-day recovery time. It's a 60 days to get your heart back to where it needs to be so that you can love yourself begin to rebuild relationships with others and feel deeply connected to God. So ideally guys, today we're talking about how to heal in 60 days or less. And I've learned that suffering without recovery is just time completely wasted. And I want you to know that I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't know where you're at. I wouldn't be spending my time, my hours studying researching, teaching, coaching, and being on this camera. Um, to spend time with you if I didn't understand heartbreak. I don't care if you were together for 30 years or 45 years or one year, I think all heartbreak is the same. Everybody experiences love and heartbreak the same. That's my personal belief. I don't believe your suffering is worse than my suffering. Suffering is just suffering. Now you may disagree, but regardless, I'm here to say I know your pain, I really do, and I've been there myself many years ago. And um, probably about eight years ago now, um, I was I was there in the suffering state of being. Um, and I've talked about this plenty of times, and I've wrote many of emails, and I've coached many of people, uh, helping them be able to move on from their ex. And that's what I get to do with you today here at the Happy Heart Academy. I know what works, I understand what doesn't work, and I know what the dead ends look like and what they are. There are things that you can do to actually heal your heart, and then there are things that you will do that won't heal your heart. So... Realistically, I want to start off by asking you these uncomfortable questions um, that I do believe that need to be answered. You need to answer these. And I, now I'm going to ask these questions that are going to be a little bit uncomfortable. But the first question I'm going to ask you is how much time have you already wasted on this breakup of yours? Do you understand we only get one life? That's it. 
in my eyes, we get one life. I personally enjoy my life, and you will too, I promise you, you will. But how much time have you actually already wasted on your breakup? Has it been six months? Has it been three years? Has it been a year? Has it been 30 years? How much time have you wasted on this breakup? And the second question I really want to ask you is how much time will you continue to waste on this breakup? You know, I'm not asking you this question lightly, and I'm not asking you these questions lightly at all. Um, I've been there, and I know exactly how you feel and what you're going through, the hopelessness, the the sense of not feeling like you'll be able to find another person that will actually love you the way that they, quote-unquote, loved you. How you feel like you no longer have a purpose and you don't have a sense of fulfillment or drive and you kind of lost a sense of self and your identity. You know, no matter where you're at, how long you've wasted, how long you still plan on wasting on your breakup, I believe there's three very dangerous, what do I want to call these, keys to suffering. Three dangers of suffering for way too long. There's three sp very specific dangers that happens to you and your heart when you suffer for way too long. When you hold on to someone or something for way too long that you just can't change. Here's the three things that I believe that will happen to you if you suffer for too long. Number one, you get used to the pain and you identify with it. It's really hard for you to break your identity. Who you say you are and who you identify as, it's hard for hard for me to help break through to you to get to your heart. It's like if I were to tell you, you know, like if you've identified with your pain and you've identified as a widow or you've identified as, you know, um, uh, basically someone who is um, always being hurt, um, someone who is always being in pain. If you've identified with that, it's going to be hard for me to strip you of your identity. That's one thing that you hold cl very close to your heart. And I've seen this happen so often that people get used to their pain and identify with that pain. It's usually when people cannot get over their ex for many, many years. That's usually when they start to identify with the pain. They need the pain. They need the suffering. They need the drama. Uh, and they start to use it as an excuse for everything that's going on in their life. You know these people? I know a couple personally in my life right now um, that currently use their pain as a sense of identity. And it's sad, but um, I do believe that that sense of identity and, and that pain is a vicious cycle that you cannot break free from with time only. Remember, like I said before, time does not heal your heart's hurt. It's what you do in that time that can heal your heart's hurt so that you can learn more from your heart rather than your hurt. So try not to fall into this trap. Try not to fall in the trap of, um, you know, uh, getting too used to the pain where you identify it. When when I try to tell you that you are something that you don't claim to be, for example, I try to tell you that you're not just crazy, crazy example. You're not like a Christian. You're not a Christian, and you believe you're a Christian. Well, you believe your your sense of identity. You're not willing to give that up just because I said so. I promise you that you are. A heartbreak survivor and happiness will return, but you've got to let go of the pain. The second danger of suffering for way too long is you cut yourself off from real love. This is exactly what I did. You cut yourself off from real love. You ideally guard your heart. 
you protect yourself. You know, the longer you struggle to move on from your ex, the longer you will have to wait for the real thing to enter your life again. Think about it. I think it's just simple math, but I could be wrong. I've spent over two years trying to get over my ex um, before I finally figured out what I could do to actually get over my ex. I could have done it in a fraction of time, but it took me a lot longer than I wanted to because I was living in the fear that it was love who was the enemy. I thought love was pain. And ideally, you normally seem to cut yourself off from real love and to experience it. And I really wish I didn't because I think I would have found my loving fiance that I, that's in my life right now a lot sooner and I would be living with the benefits of a fulfilled relationship with her. But ideally, all things work out in the greater good and we, we all, I do believe it, it all figures itself out um, as long as we're willing to figure it out. The last thing I believe that is very... Um, that comes with long-term suffering is you lose a sense of self. And this is a big one. This is a, this is a main one that a lot of people I believe still have a problem with. They always, I always get questions like, Tyler, how do I find myself? I lost myself. I thought I was doing good until X, my ex did X, Y, or Z. And what happens is with a breakup comes a sense of identity theft. Ideally is what I like to call it. A breakup always comes with identity loss and how badly um, just depends on whether you have sacrificed a lot of your main needs and essential needs during the relationship, uh, or the very things that make you tick. Like how much I hear it so much. I kid you not. I wish, I wish you guys would be in, in part of these conversations that I have with other couples or just see their other singles, because you would hear that you're, we all have the same story. Like I gave him, I gave her my everything. I gave him my everything. He was my everything. I poured everything into him. I bent over backwards for him. I was there for him. Even when he didn't want me to be, I was there. Any Anytime he called, I would pick up. Anytime I did this, he would, it's, you, you gave everything. And I'm, and I'm sure you did. I don't, I don't take that away from you. That's not what this is about. What this is about is the problem is that the more time you spend not being yourself, ideally, the more difficult it is to find your way back to rediscover yourself. Now, let me say that again. Ideally, when it comes to the main issue, when you lose your sense of self, the real issue is that the more time you spend not being yourself, the more difficult it will become for you to find your way back and rediscover yourself. So how much did you give and how much did you lose? You, you gave so much to get what in return a broken heart? You see what I mean? You lost yourself to gain what? A heartbreak? Okay. So you the three things, three dangers of suffering for too long is number one, you get used to the pain and identify with it. Number two, you cut yourself off from experiencing real love. Why? Because when a new relationship enters into your life or into your heart, you cannot really accept their love because you're still not over the, uh, the original love that broke your heart. And lastly, you lose a sense of self. Now that we've covered the dangers, what does it actually take for you to finally get over your ex? Well, why do some people actually have no difficulty getting over their ex? Well, I think honestly, it's because there are specific things that people do that make all of the difference. Once I, once again, guys, it's not time that heals itself. It's it, 
time doesn't heal. I've told you this, and I'll continue to tell you this. Time will not heal your broken heart. Time might heal your broken arm, but it won't heal your broken heart. But it's what you do in that time that can. And what um, the natural quick healers do that I've learned to work with and I became one myself, first of all, um, I want you to make sure that you understand that I don't think that there's a person on this planet who doesn't suffer um, during a breakup or an emotionally terrible time involved in the relationship. Like everybody suffers. Everybody suffers. And the amount of time allotted for your suffering is up to you. And when you come to me asking me, well, how long should I suffer for? I always ask, how long would you want a child to suffer with the same pain that you're currently dealing with? Two weeks? Three years? Five years? No. Yeah, yeah. Days. Right? Days. Like if... if to give you an extreme point, I worked with a client who um, was going through heartbreak, but it wasn't through a breakup. It was because she lost her husband and her child lost her dad. And um, ideally what happened was she felt so bad for her child. Like she will not have a dad anymore. And I asked her, how long do you want your child to suffer through this pain? And she said, if I could take it away from her tomorrow, I would. I said, you need to take it away from yourself tomorrow and you can take it away from her. But you can't take away from her what you can't take away from yourself. Does that make sense? You cannot give to somebody something that you cannot give unto yourself. And so there are specific things that you guys can begin to do that I like to think that they're helpful, re quick recovery traits that very successful people um, have meaning heartbreak survivors do specific things and have specific ways to quickly recover and i teach this in my one-on-one -on -one, um, coaching and i also teach this in my up-and-coming course um, however some of the things that i believe that most of these um, people have that are successfully overcoming heartbreak is they have high self-esteem because of the 60-day no contact rule they've created space that will enable them to be able to work on themselves, which I give them specific tasks that they can do to increase your self-esteem. They have an action mindset instead of a being passive. They're action takers. The way out of pain is through pain. How you move is through action. You have to take action. In order to move on, you have to know where you're going and you have to set up an actionable game plan that you can actually do so that you can move on. Most of these people that can quickly move on from an ex within 60 days or less also have a high sense of self-awareness. I teach them how to gain more self-awareness and emotional intelligence. They have tools in place to stop the overthinking and obsessiveness. And overall, they are coming from the mindset that the glass is half full rather than half empty. It's a mindset that they have adopted with my one-on-one -on -one coaching and advice and listening to other experts in the breakup space, excuse me, I'm sorry. Um, but these people suffer as much as we all do at the beginning, but they force, they force themselves to push through the pain. And that's something I don't think many of you are willing to do. You're not willing to get uncomfortable long enough to actually heal your heart. So that's where a coach comes in. 
someone like myself to make you a little bit uncomfortable to do the things that you know you need to do. I'm just going to point them out and tell you, hey, let's 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 do this together. You're not alone. When you're feeling bad, I'll 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 be the good side. I'll make you feel good. I, if you're if you're feeling good, I'm going to make you feel great. But this is the power of a heartbreak coach, is because ideally you don't have to do this alone. You won't have to do this alone. You don't do this alone. I, I the biggest piece of advice I could ever give to you is when you feel like you want to draw back out of your relationships after you you got heartbroken. I tell you to go forth, go forth in your relationships. I pulled myself back and the, the thing that I needed the most was the thing that I was running away from when I got my heartbreak. The thing that I needed the most was the same thing that hurt me, which was my relationships. I need to run to my relationships with my with myself. I need to run relation run to the relationship I had with my dad, with my mom, with my brother. I need to run to the relationship I had with God. I need to run to the relationship that I have with everything in between. I need to start treating things so much better and start feeling more deeply connected to myself, others, God, and everything in between in order for me to actually heal my heart. But what happens during heartbreak is, is we separate ourselves, we disconnect ourselves, and we don't actually heal, but suffer for weeks, months, years, decades. It's sickening, and it makes me so mad, and that's why I'm doing my work, because I don't want you to continue to suffer. Hurt people hurt people, but I believe once you step out of your suffering and into your heart, you'll be living on purpose. You'll feel more fulfilled. You'll feel more happiness. You'll create better relationships with your children. You'll create better relationships with your ex if they, you know, are part of your child's life. So, so many beautiful things will come from this. Don't you want that? Isn't that why you're here? If that is why you're here, then there's some good things that got going on for you guys. But just know that everybody suffers as much as we do all at the beginning. And having the above skill set that I just spoke about, you know, having high self-esteem, having an actual action-stated mindset, um, having high self-awareness, tools in place to stop the obsessive thinking, as well as um, having the mentality of a half glass full rather than half empty, um, you will actually begin to heal a lot quicker than most people do. Because you're actually going to know what you can do so that you can heal rather than what not to do so that you don't heal. Do you know what to do in order to heal your heart? I didn't, but I dedicated my life for the past seven years to understanding what it takes to actually heal your heart, happiness habits that you can implement in your life. Your habits create your character. Your character creates your life. We can work on all of this. This is what I genuinely enjoy. I genuinely, genuinely enjoy bringing you happiness uh, by not giving it to you, but showing you that it's within you all this time. Um, but ultimately, you know, if you can accomplish the, um, these skill sets, you will be able to heal and you've seen what can happen if we take too long to heal. Um, ideally I want to help you recover a lot quicker because the real danger is that we cut ourselves out of the life and become cynical to love. The consequence is living a life that is entirely out of sync with who we truly are. And when we don't live in alignment to who we know we truly are, we feel so inauthentic, so unfulfilled, so pain, so much pain. Like if you know you're a loving person and you're, you want to deeply connect with people, but you're not acting as if you are loving or trying to deeply connect with other people, you're going to feel so out of sync and so out of alignment and so unfulfilled and so much in pain because you're not doing the things that you know that you should be doing and you're wasting your time. Hear me out. 
if you feel like you're losing your identity and staying alone for an unnecessarily long time, there are specific things that I believe you can take specific steps. Actually, there's five steps that can help you begin to heal your heart in 60 days or less. These are the five steps I usually take through, uh, take um, my clients through. I'm going to give them away to you for free so that you can begin to implement them yourself. Uh, there's so much more in depth um, behind each one of these steps, but ideally I want to give you an over overview of exactly how to heal your heart and actually move toward a happiness rather than away from heartbreak. Like we need to create that separation right now. You're feeling heartbroken, but in, if as you right now you're, you're feeling heartbroken, but in time, as you continue to implement these tools and strategies and, and understand that your heartbreak is going to be a blessing, you're going to create this separation. And the bigger the separation, the less that you're going to be surrounded by the pain of the heartbreak. So here we go. We're going to take the first step. The first step that you need to take in order to begin to actually heal your heart's hurt is you have to endure the 60 day no contact rule and use it to reconnect to what I like to call as your true self. That's the first step. Listen, I already talked about the 60 day no contact rule. If you guys need help understanding it a little bit more in depth, um, be sure to leave a comment below and or check out the 45 day heartbreak recovery challenge where I talk more in depth way about the heartbreak, um, the 60 day no contact rule and how powerful and potent it is and why you should ultimately do it. Um, that's the first step. The second step, you need to um, have a support system in place that helps you hang in there. That's why you're here. That's why you're at the Happy Heart Academy. If you don't have friends and family around you that support you during this time, you have at least me. Utilize me. You're here with me. I'm here with you. Reach out. Reach up. Come on. That's why I'm here. That's why I created the Happy Art Academy. That's why I'm spending hours with you already. Each of these videos are 20 minutes long, if not longer. Come on now. Use me as a resource. Use your community as a resource. Open up in the group chat. Let your heart be vulnerable at the Happy Heart Academy. You need to have a goal or some kind of perspective that has nothing to do with your ex. That's the third step. Number three is all about having a goal or a perspective that has nothing to do with your ex. Ideally, I think this is the biggest step that I took that actually helped me reposition my focus out of the obsessive ways of thinking and into a more happier way of thinking because I actually had a future. I had I had a goal to fight for. First, we all start with our body. Like, hey, I want to get better on and, and physically and, and mentally and emotionally and spiritually. And you get to work on all aspects of your body. We get to work on that together, um, meaning your your mindset, your heart set, your health set, your soul set. And once you work on those four internal uh, empires of yourself and you get to do that every single day and, and under an hour, you're going to be feeling so much better about yourself. But you need to have some type of goal or some type of perspective that has nothing to do with your ex so that you can take your focus off your ex. The fourth step is you need to find and resolve possible hidden core pain points. Do you remember when I talked about that in lesson number two or two, I believe? Um, hidden core pain points, the idea that there are these emotional issues that we have yet to deal with that our heartbreak has unlocked those emotional issues that are causing us more pain and more blockage and more suffering than the heartbreak actually did. You see, when we don't actually heal our hearts, when your ex moves on as quickly as they did into another relationship and that relationship ends up hurting them or vice versa, and they keep um, hopping from relationship to relationship, they're losing fulfillment and they're going to gain a lot of pain one day. It might not be from that next relationship, but it's it's the, the pain is going to come. Why? Because they are ignoring the problem that they just caused, which is you 
them causing you to suffer and they ignored it by just jumping into a new relationship. Is that the best thing for people to do? I don't think so. I wouldn't advise it. I advise you to take some time for yourself to get to know you, to get to understand your boundaries, to get to understand what makes you happy, to diversify your happiness portfolio. I think it's going to be super, super helpful. You will not regret putting in the time into yourself to heal your heart so that you can create happiness elsewhere outside of that relationship so that you're not so dependent upon them. You're, you're independent from that relationship and you get to be you while in that relationship and you accept you. So you don't need their acceptance or approval because you've already have your own acceptance and approval. So lastly, the step number five is you need to address the identity loss. And how hard is that to do? Well, it isn't a walk through the park. All five steps is not a walk through a park and I can walk through the park and I can tell you that, but it's definitely doable if you know how to overcome the main obstacles. All right. It's all, all achievable if you know how to under, uh, overcome the main obstacles. And so once again, here are the exact five steps that I think you need to take in order to begin to actually recover um, and heal your heart in the next 60 days or less. You have to endure the 60 day of no contact and use it to recover and rediscover who you truly are. You need to have a support system in place that helps you to hang in there. Ideally at the art Academy, um, you need to have a goal or some kind of perspective that will transition you away from your ex. Ideally finding your purpose, finding your goal, rediscovering yourself. This is going to really help you be able to do that. You need to find and resolve possible hidden core pain points. Like where's this, all of this pain stemming from? It does go back. It's that therapy kind of aspect asking you questions, what happened to you, you know, at this age, that age, the other age, what things have you not resolved in the past? Um, you need to address the identity loss that's currently going on. Like you lost yourself in this relationship. How could you not have, you've been giving yourself away for one, two, three, 30 years, excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, um, for 30 years. And ideally, how do you not lose yourself? You were never taught to not lose yourself. You were never taught to take care of yourself while you were in that relationship. So ideally, um, guys, I hope you found this one helpful today. There is, I mean, you can definitely heal in 60 days or less. You just need to implement the five steps. You also need to make sure that you're taking care of the 60 day, no contact role and challenge following that, um, to a T. Um, and if you need more information on the heart, you know, 60 day, no contact, be sure to check out the heartbreak recovery challenge over at the happy heart Academy free resources section. And tomorrow, guys, I'll be telling you about the three most common mistakes people make after the breakup. And trust me, you do not want to miss this one because these are some vital mistakes. And if you make them, you will not recover. So I hope you're enjoying this. I'm having fun sharing this information with you. Honestly, I am. I think information is the key that can unlock your heart that allow you to heal. I think that's one of the biggest ways in which I healed. I started to focus on personal development, um, growing myself. And uh, I believe in this stuff. You should believe in it. You should adopt the belief that this stuff works. You know, part of part of healing is the thought that you can actually heal. You can actually recover, that you have hope. So I hope you're enjoying this. I'm excited for uh, day number six. We have three more days, six, seven, eight. And uh, we're going to have a lot of good information here and we're going to continue the conversation. So if you have any questions or comments or concerns or whatever you may have, let's go to the Happy Heart Academy and... Um, comment below if you have any questions comments or concerns or just message me directly either on tiktok instagram or um here at the happy art academy and i'll be more than happy to um reach back out to you but i love you being here i hope your heart is healing 
I hope you're finding finding and giving yourself a little bit of grace during this time. But like always, guys, I'm here to love, lead, and serve and to help you in every way that I possibly can to help you get through this heartbreak, to create happiness after your heartbreak. If you found this podcast helpful, encouraging, supportive, or uplifting, please make it your mission to tell other people about this podcast because I believe it is on each and every single one of us to spread more positivity, more hope, and more encouragement during these times of chaos, negative, heartbreak, and struggle. Because I believe you have the power to be the dealer of hope by lifting up other people through positive education so that their life can begin to change. Change for the better. If there is one thing I wouldn't ask any of you to do, it would be to be the light in the darkness and be the hope in the hopeless and be the love that you know this world needs more of. And remember, it is our duty at Grand Planet to be the warrior whose mission it is to love, lead, and serve all of those that we care by being the person they need us to be. And you can begin to be that person in their life by simply sharing this podcast with those who you know could use some more help, hope, love, and encouragement. And with the utmost gratitude in my heart, I thank you for spending your precious time with me today and listening to the podcast. I'm going to go to the hospital. 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 I'm going